0: Good morning, men. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to Iron Man. We actually have a few first-time guys, so at the end, you guys come over and say hello to them. I think there was three first-time guys, so if you guys can give the first-time guys a warm Ironman welcome. Welcome to Iron Man. We won't make you sing today. Normally we do. So no worries. If you guys want to follow me real quick, open up the Word of God. Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. The nations rage and the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress come behold the works of the Lord how he has brought desolation on the earth how he makes war cease to the end of the earth he breaks the bow and shatters the spear he burns the chariot with fire everybody with me now Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. How often do we be still and know that I am God? Some of you guys like me, have things to confess to God. Some of us have things to just thank God for. Most of us do. Matter of fact, all of us do. So I'm going to spend two minutes of being still, which means turning your phones off or down so you don't see them. Two minutes of being still. You guys can close your eyes, breathe, thank God, confess to God. Two minutes of that this morning. Father, we love you. We thank you for the freedom that you give us to meet like this. Father, we thank you for our health. We thank you for your son. Thank you for salvation. Pray that you would bless this morning. We want to open up this morning and just bless you and honor you and thank you, Father. For everything that you have done for us. Allow me to be still more often, Father. Just allow me to develop this discipline in my life so that I can be still and just continue to hear your voice in my heart, in my mind, so that I can show your beauty, Father. I can shine for you, Father. I pray a blessing over all of these men. I thank you for the new men that have come this morning. Pray a prayer of blessing over them and their health pray a blessing over every man's marriage and their children and their grandchildren in this room, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Guy, if you will come up and introduce our speaker this morning. You guys will welcome Guy. He's not just any guy. He is the guy. He's that guy.
1: Good morning. I'm from the Trust and Obey table. Today, I want to introduce to you Don Stanton, pastor, chaplain, and most important of all, table co-captain. He gave me his uh, bio so that I could introduce him properly. He starts out that he says that he's a semi-retired pastor. That needs one correction. Truth is, pastor is never really retired. He tells us that he was born on March the 5th, 1952, which means that next month he turns 71. He's been married for 53 years to his wife, Betty. They, that's a, that's a real praise. He has two children, Sandra Lee and Robbie, six grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Then he got into his work history, and I added up all the years, and they add up to 113 years. (laughs) But, But he does put a caveat in there. He says that most of his life, he's worked two or three jobs at the same time, all the time. So that, that explains the uh, high number. Either that or he's going to have to live two lives. So he, he's uh, been in law enforcement and a firefighter EMT for 23 years. He worked as a supervisor at a chemical plant for 23 years. He sold fire safety equipment for 15 years. And he's been an ordained minister for 22 years, a donor consultant for Life South Blood Bank for seven years, and a supervisor for the bottled water plant for three years. And he worked in DJJ and the Florida Department of Corrections for... 20 years. Besides being uh, a brother in the Lord, Don and I have one other thing that we're very uh, similar. We both spent a a whole lot of time behind bars. Now, I used to tell that to the guys in jail, and they say yeah, but you get to go home at night. We don't, and they didn't. uh. Mm -hmm. But uh, we've spent a lot of those years, right, Don? And sometimes those have been some of the blessed years. He's also a certified addiction counselor since 1995. He's uh, a friend, brother in the Lord, and a true champion for God. My buddy, my friend, my co-captain, Don Stanton. This is a privilege that
2: I've been waiting for some time, and I want to start out by saying last Friday was a blessing for me. You'll find out why shortly in my story, but the speaker we had last week has been someone close to me for a long time. I want to start out with a Bible verse, and when I read this book, and by the way, I've read it from cover to cover already twice. Malachi 2.10 came to mind. Have we all not one Father? Have we all not one God who created us? Why then are we faithless to one another, profaning the covenants of our fathers? You know, every place we go other than this place, men seem to be always against each other. This place is one of the things that warms my heart because we're all here for the same reason and the commonality of it. Now I've got to tell you a little bit of a story about me because as you guys said, I've worked for hundred and some odd hours, uh, jobs and whatnot. First and foremost, when I was a child, my parents were both married several times so I've got a total of brothers and sisters of 11, some are half-brothers, half-sisters, some are regular sisters and brothers, and some are step brothers and sisters, but they're all my family. But when you do that, you tend to... It lost in the shuffle. So at 14, I left my house with my parents' permission. Went up on a farm where a gentleman needed some help, and I worked on that farm for two and a half years while I was going to school. We milked 12 and 12 because that was the only schedule I could have. So I ran from school up to the farm, milked the cows, came back, had a study hall after the lunch period. So I made it back just in time to take a quick shower and hit the, the next class, and then stayed up at midnight to finish milking the cows. Then left work when I graduated. Left the farm. Got a real good. Job, the chemical company, and. Uh It was on rotating shifts. So being the person I am, I wanted to be the richest man in Fulton County, New York, so I looked for another way to earn money. The fire department was looking for people, so I went and got trained and became a certified firefighter, and they also work rotating shifts, so it worked well. Well, that was going so well, I said, let's try one more thing. I went back to school again, became an EMT. They also worked rotating shifts, if you whatever way you want to say it. So you get in the picture, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the most part, 365 days a year, I was working. my kids thought, didn't everybody go to the firehouse, sheriff's department, and the police teams? police station to see their dad, because that's where I usually was. And we'd go out back, and I'd cook on the grill, or we'd play games or whatnot. In the summertime, upstate New York is known for firemen's competitions at different areas, and so they'd come with me, and we'd go to parades, and I'd do firemen's competitions, sometimes doing the security work. But either way, we always got together doing things that we should like to do. I was a full-time workaholic. Somewhere between the age of 16 and 36, I also became a full-time alcoholic. On my quest to be the richest man in Fulton County, New York, I was very gruff. So people tended to stay away from me because that's how you kept them at bay, and they wouldn't realize had he been drink or not. I was privileged enough as a firefighter to become fire police lieutenant, captain, and finally assistant coordinator for the county. One of my greatest things was we had a small uh, refinery catch on fire, and I had to evacuate one third of the city of Gloversville, New York, and half of Johnstown in order to make sure no one was hurt while we were fighting that fire. I had 17 departments there responding to the fire. I was it became an EMT. And then I never got sick, never took time off. My children and the as Guy said, I have a son and daughter. They came to different places to visit with me. But in 1977, my life changed. I met a gentleman there, a minister down the street from us that was an avid gardener. Being from the farm, I loved growing things and doing things. So we got to talking. And it's where I owned a house, Michelle was there. My wife and children lived there. And, and as it led to a friendship, that changed my life. He led me back to where I was as a child to back the Lord and our Savior. That led to a renewal of Jesus, and it wasn't long but it was a long and slow process. You see, when you're an alcoholic, it takes time to change things. And so I started on a recovery pro- program, and I stopped drinking, and I had to stop smoking as well because I couldn't do one without the other. You know, if you light up a cigarette or have a beer, you had to light up a cigarette afterwards. 1990, I started walking the walk with Jesus Christ by a gentleman down here that wrote the book called Walking the Twelve Steps of Jesus Christ, Ray Geisel. So in 1994, when I moved here, the first person I went to go see was Ray Geisel. Ray Geisel and I talked. He was a prison ministry gentleman went into the Marion County Jail, took me in there, and that started my ministry in jails. I started teaching uh, addictions. I got hired by the state to go to the men's prison, then later on to the women's prison. In between then, I used to do work at DJJ in Ocala as well, teaching people the addictions and how to overcome them. My wife and I moved down here in 1994. She was offered a job down here at the Winter Garden RV Park to manage it. I was her maintenance department. But I'd also had a call in that kept on bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. And so finally, her and I went on vacation, went down the Keys, and I asked her, I told her I had a call, and I think I wanted to become a minister. And she said I didn't sign up to be a minister's wife, which wasn't what I was expecting. But then shortly afterwards, she said, read back what we said at our wedding vows. And I did. So after several months looking i found a christian college over in maitland signed up and went there also up the road a piece is a place where billy graham first went in the ministry seminary there and they accepted me why i don't know but they did and after 31 years after leaving high school now i'm in college in seminary working full-time decided i'm gonna stop running from god and one of the reasons that made me do that is i picked up a little blue and white book some of you may have read it it's called man in the mirror it was by pat morley That was the deciding factor for me. That's what pushed me over the edge to go back in the minutes or become a minister five years later when I graduated from college the person that was speaking at the ordination was Pat Morley so I kind of took that as a sign from God I was going in the right direction finally once I was accepted in the United Methodist Church I did that for 17 years and uh, then this kind of felt there was a different calling so I left the United Methodist Church and started a church up in Moss Bluff with a good friend of mine and uh, we did what we call a cowboy church right it was an old barn we had to blow out the sides after a couple years years because the people kept on coming, but there was no worry about what the flowers looked like or what the building looked like. It was an old barn and people came to hear the word of God and that's what we gave them. Also, I started doing uh, truck stop ministries, all while being a correction professional at first Marion CI, which is a men's prison, and then I got transferred when I got promoted to sergeant over to the women's prison and spent 17 years doing that. And just to let you know, that hasn't stopped. I'm going to seven different facilities this year, including Orange County with a group. I still do uh, prison and fellowship ministries. I do Crossroads Prison Ministries, which is a mentoring program that you write and send back to the inmates, and uh, then Inmate uh, Impact, which is where we go and bring the word of the Lord to the people at the prisons. All that's great, but now about why we're here. Some of my greatest joys have been here right in Wintergard The first one is not as much fun anymore because I had a great partner, Pastor uh, Anthony Hodge, and I did a lot of good things over here on the east side of town. I met him through the program we do on Tuesdays at Oakland Presbyterian Church where I now I'm the cook. I know more about castles than I ever did in my life where we have a prayer breakfast every Tuesday morning and then uh, my Bible study at my home and of course my church is Church of Messiah and they're all great but the greatest time I have and what I look forward to the most every week is being here and listening to the speakers here at Iron Man of God because I learned something. I got to be fed in order to feed others a long time ago and man was never meant to be separated from God nor from other men. You know, that's what this is all about. We lift each other up and encourage us so that we are better husbands better fathers and better men in the community with that said the book that we're talking about right now this one here by Pat Morley again brings us to ten stories about ten different people in the Bible and uh, the principles that are behind them that's why on some of your tables you'll see them other ones I have set out here when I read it one thing kept on going over and over in my mind and that was the Beatitudes and so I brought those because if they brought the memory to me they might to you so as you're reading the book go through and check off which one of those, starting with Abraham, was the one that brought that to mind to you? I'd like to share a couple of things with you. Faith. First Timothy says, Fight the good fight fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you are called. To fight the good fight of faith means you, we stand firmly anchored in the word of the power of the Spirit, recognizing ourselves dead to our feelings and our human reasoning, but not letting sin rule our mortal body by obeying its lust. Worship. To honor or show reverence to God, we have to do what Jesus says, take up our cross daily and deny ourselves. In my favorite, service. Performing duties of service for another person or organization. That's what I've done most of my life and didn't even realize I was doing it until later in life. I serve now as a property manager over at Oakland Presbyterian Church, and the main reason why I went there is because they have a daycare, and when the incident in Texas happened, I went to the church and said, listen, I don't want that to happen in my neighborhood. I've been certified to carry a weapon to have all my life. I want to come here and be your property manager, but I also want to be the protector, so if someone comes on this campus and has harm in mind, they're going to have to take me out first, and so they hired me, and that's what I do. See, the material man I was, or one to be it's not the man that God made me. God had a purpose for my life, and I tell people all the time, God has a purpose for your life. If you haven't found it yet, Keep searching for it in the scriptures, in other men's stories. And sometimes it means waiting on Jesus. It's always in his time, not our time. I've had several discussions with a quarterback that used to be in my favorite team, the Gators. And he's been a Christian all his life. And, I, and him and I talked to Tim and I a couple times how it took me later in life to get to where he is. And he says, yeah, but you have all that background and information that I don't have because I never had the other side of the town. All right. I've always had the walk with Jesus from day one. And so we comp- he complimented me and I complimented him. It always made me feel good. So what I'm asking you to do is is, uh, do what I do. I never felt like I was worthy to do more than plant seeds by my actions, thoughts, and deeds. They will hopefully resonate to others and they get them to repent, but that's up to them and God. To pick up this book and their Bible and to save people, save yourselves and others from the pits of hell and eternal life of Jesus this is just a good place for an amen, Charles, because I have all I got to say about this other than the fact that Pat Morley's been an inspiration to me for many, many years. Him and uh, Billy Graham, probably the two people that I look at for the most, followed by a few others that I've met along the way. But what I'm encouraging you to do is not do as I do, but do as I ask and that go through these questions I came up with today. Hopefully, they'll do something for you and take those Beatitudes with you and see if you can't check those out as you're going through with the book and see that I found most of them in the first five stories, but there's some in every one of the stories. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience with me. It's been a while since I spoke in person to a group of people and seeing that him and I share the same thing. I've had seven TIAs and it's taken a toll on my left side pretty good. Thank you. Thank you so much, Don. Really appreciate everything that you said this morning.
1: We're going to spend the rest of the time at our tables. I sent out the questions last night to you guys. Let me know if any of you guys did not get them. But, table captains, I'm going to hand the floor over to you guys. Spend the rest of the time at our tables. <clears throat>